Great men with great ideals can be separated by hundreds or even thousands of miles and still be in the same place. They can be years or even generations apart in age and yet somehow find themselves on the exact same page. When these men join forces with the focus of reaching the same goals to obtain the same outcomes, they are not two, but one. Instead of simply adding one's common attributes to another's, they somehow tend to multiply all attributes of both, whether from St. Louis or East Atlanta, whether from a savage land or a booming metropolis. Whether they are two or two billion, the greatest their numbers could ever become is to truly become one. I now present to you What's good, what's good? This is season two of Real Estate of Mine. Check mic, check mic, ladies and gentlemen. You are now tuned into another segment of Realist State of Mind, ladies and gentlemen. We're coming back for a season two feel for you. And I'm next to no other than Stephen McCullough. I'm D'Artagnan Connor, and we're honored to have a guest here today. Ladies and gentlemen, let me introduce you to the one and only Marcelino Lloyd. <laughs> love to hear it, love to hear it. So, first things first, uh, Marcelino, tell us a little bit about yourself. Man, I'm um, 23. Okay. Um, from Vallejo. Um, I always feel like it's bad to say um on the camera. No worries, you could be, we on the pod now. You with your real estate of mind crew yeah, right now, so you can lock in and give us however you, however you, however you get into your bag, go ahead. I'm just speaking from like a real, you know, political standpoint. No, that's all. I'm from Vallejo, I'm 23, I'm black, I'm Mexican, I'm Puerto Rican, I'm a lover of music, I'm a lover of sports, I'm a lover of love, I'm a God-fearing man. Um, and you know what I'm saying? And it's all good. You feel me? <laughs> Love to hear. There you go. There you go. Love to hear. Well, with season two, um, Steve, you want to tell them in the direction that you feel like we should head in? Man, I just feel like we should kind of go topics for each episode. Um, and just similar to what we did last last year. Um, so, yeah, we're just going to give off several different topics each episode and make up our season that way. I like it, and I think for C's, for for this episode specifically, we want to talk about risk versus reward, but risk was just within itself and kind of what can come from that, and I think, honestly, as we start to dive into your story, <clears throat> we'll get to understand variations of different risks and yeah. where it leads you in life, so, yeah. like, as we look into your story, where do you, um, where would you say, uh, where would you say that you are today in your journey? Do you know what you're passionate about? I've been really uh, thinking about that actually just on a personal level for a while. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, because there also has to be something that like, you know, drives us all each individually. You know what I'm saying? And mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of it can either stem from what you're passionate about or from what 
your duty calls to you. You know what I'm saying? Whatever your position in your family or in your life is, um, that's how it either tends to come out. You know what I mean? And so I feel like my answer to that is saying that like I feel like our passions change as we grow older. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like you have to be in tune with yourself to find out those stages and find out what the passions are. But I feel like I'm, I do know some, and I feel like as I'm living every day, I'm understanding them more fluidly. And that's really what it's all about, I feel. Got you. Okay. So today you're in the plumbing profession, correct? Yes. So how did you kind of... How did you kind of get into that lane? What was, was that something that you woke up one day and decided this is the realm I need to get into? Mm-hmm. Or was it something where it was like, oh, nah, like that's my bag. That's been my bag and I'm ready to pursue it through and through. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> well, you know, we go back. So I For know sure y'all back. since, <laughs> you know, first grade, yay high. You know what I mean? So, um we had already had discussions of like, you know, I wasn't going to college and I knew that pretty much so solidly, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, but like, I was always like, I was always known to get my money. So it was just like the fact that I wasn't going to school necessarily didn't not, didn't scare me in a way or make me feel any less than, um, because I knew that I Cause I knew that I was a, a go getter anyway, so I wasn't really worried about that. I just knew that school wasn't that route, and so I'm not gonna say it didn't affect me in any way. Seeing other people go off to college and go to school, and just like that's where you know your passion kicks in because people are going into school and they're going to try and hopefully go into something that they are passionate about or mm-hmm. have an interest in to dive deeper in, but. That still happened with me, but just in a different way, you know what I mean? And so um, as I was looking to get into trades like airplane mechanics and, um, you know, iron workers and steel workers, shout out to them boys too. If you know any shout iron workers, can we beep the for the iron workers one time on the trade <laughs> shit? Because the iron workers need to adapt, they pay for all that because those boys go hard, those concrete layers, all those boys go hard. Oh, yeah, that's that real work work right there. That's that real man strap your boots for her. Oh, yeah. You feel nah, me? Nah, like, hard <laughs> that man, them men need their feet rubbed at night. You feel me? I ain't even mad at them. But as you learn more about trades, you know, being in any, you know, blue-collar profession, you understand, you know, um, the small things that, you know, everybody from each trade takes for granted if when they don't know other trades, right? And so I became a plumber because it was a very convenient I had an opportunity, um, you know, and I was really like bottom of the barrel, you know what I mean? And I kind of started with this uh, warehouse position. Like, first off, I was coming in 17, graduated. Uh, the youngest cat there before before me was like 25, and then the other one was like 32, 34. So, like, I'm in here with cats who got children older than me and children who my, are my age. So they're really not bullshitting. You know what I'm saying? But it didn't really phase me none because that's just who I am. Like, I you flow. So at heart. You for sure. Yeah, I flow so you pulled better. in at 17, but you, <laughs> you for sure had the demeanor of a 27-year-old. <laughs> you feel me? I pull. I, that's just always. I've been the old soul, and that's for, I, why I feel like I've been blessed because I just feel like, you know, I... uh share that uh those values that you know are come from our culture and from our people and stuff so i think that um once i got into the trade and started learning i think that when you're at the bottom of the barrel of anything and when you're starting something fresh out first like you really don't um i feel like there are times where you don't like it and you don't understand because it's just like Mm -hmm. you're learning and i feel like as young people we have to accept the challenge of just like enjoying the process of it all you know what i'm saying so i didn't like it at all i was like what am i really getting myself into but 
I liked the fact that I was on my feet and up and moving. So there was a lot of pros and cons to a lot of it. And um, I saw a lot of people who were doing very well for themselves and for their families. and In that profession? Yeah, in that profession. Okay. And so I was just like, you know, soaking up game from all these OGs out here on what two and two not do. So it was just like, I seen a lot of potential in this field. And I, as I started doing it for so long, now my vision is, you know, my passion and my vision are kind of coming into fruition intertwined you know what i'm saying okay and so um yeah it's crazy how you get yourself into what you do that is a um you really touched on a few different points especially i want to go too deep into it because i know we got a whole long oh no i mean we're we can get as deep as you want to be honest it's 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 I this is the podcast, man. Long, I hear you. Prolong on nah, his No, but you're good but because good. you hit on a few you different uh, points, especially if we talk about risk taking, because you highlighted that, <clears throat> and I think we could just go right to the nuts and the um, right to the bolts. Right, we're at 2014, 2015. We're about to graduate high school, and you talk about you made the decision that you didn't want to go away to school. That's a risk right there. You made the conscious decision that you wanted to. Going and I was going out of my house, too. You were what? Going out the house, too. Word. So you decided, nah, okay, it's time to go. It's, I'm, I'm a grown man now, essentially. He, he, wanted, he left the nest, you know? Literally. He left from under his parents. He got himself a job. He didn't do what, you know, let's just say what his parents wanted him to do. They, they wanted him to go to college. He said, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pay my own way. And that's taking risk. That's right, definitely right, taking right in that's itself, true. that's taking risks, and he did that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and he's reaping the, the benefits. He's he has a good job. Uh, he, he, has, he has his own apartment. He's twenty three years old. He, he's he's living nice. You know what I mean? Um, so I, I feel like it, you know, it's just like you know stocks. In order to get a good return, you got to take some risk. You definitely got to. But I then mean, that's like just in now. Life. Now that we're five years like removed from the start of that decision to now, do you do you look back and reflect on the decisions you made at that time and think like, oh, I like exactly how I did it. Mm-hmm. Um, would I insert something differently, or mm-hmm. do I just appreciate the journey for where it's now led me? <clears throat> Man, um, in a way, all three of those things, but mainly. Um, I'm just thankful for what I've learned on on the journey. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Um, and that's I was important. looking, and I think I told you this, Steve, once before. Um, I've seen this graph and stuff, and I actually need to print this shit out <clears throat> to have. And it's 10% what you know. Mm-hmm. It's a 360 graph, like okay. circle graph. You know okay. what I'm talking about. Yeah. 10% what you know. And then it's another 10% what you know you don't know. Okay. okay. I know I don't know that shit over there. Okay, respect. <laughs> I know I know I don't that I don't know I know I don't know that electrical over there. I know I don't know this concrete and this iron work that them boys doing over there. Okay. And then 80% is what you don't know you don't know. Okay, so the 10% you're conscious of that you know you can do. Uh-huh. The other 10% that you know you have no clue of. No, the 10% is you know you have. You know that you don't know it. Okay. And then the other 80 is the stuff that I you're don't even know. Towards. No, there's not even necessarily ignorance. Well, I'm saying that's just not knowing, though. But I'm definitely. It's just, I don't even know that I know it. It's just like I'm unconscious. Don't you know too. it or don't know it? I, I don't know that I don't know it because I don't think that it's possible. So, okay. shit that you think might be impossible is because you haven't dug deep enough to either find out how to do it or learn how to do it. Okay. Or go into a lot of stuff seems off to people. Respect. But I'm just using that as an example of just like five years ago, you feel me? That my ten percent now has expanded so much though is what I'm trying to say though. You That's know what I'm true. saying? Of what I know that I know now. That's you true. feel me? Of I, I feel comfortable in that. And my ten and that that can be a lifelong thing because we're never gonna know everything. Do you think And I'm just using that as an example of just like as life, we all go through things and we all learn. And we always, nobody knows everything. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying that as young people and as young men, as we're growing and learning, you feel me? We're in our young 20s. We're not even to the brisk of where we ain't even to the good meat yet. You feel me? This is all, this is all, <laughs> you feel me? 
This is all bits and kibbles out here. We we thugging it out. Exactly. It's tip of the iceberg. But I'm just saying that through life, though, we have to be like sponges and, you know, soak all of information. And we have to learn about a lot of things that we want to do. And I feel like through learning and through understanding things, then you'll know how to make your passion come to fruition. And you'll also know sometimes how to get your passion out if you're frustrated on how to start this business or how to start your artistic ability or how to start this. Once you research how to get that and how people have done it or do your due diligence on people who you idolize who've done it before or people you know who've done it, once you get your game ready and do your, you know, do your work, then your whole life, your not your life, but your whole vision of what you want will come to fruition, you know what I'm saying, in some way, shape, or form, no matter what it is, whether you a hooper, whether you a plumber, whether you a artist, you feel me, whatever you are, that's what I'm using that as. A real estate agent. Exactly. Nah, I hear you. Um, I hear you for sure. Um, So if you were to be talking to somebody right now that's 17, 18, and they're in a similar situation in yourself, or even if their situation is different than yours, and let's say they're in the most comfortable situation, mm. but they know that they still want to go an unconventional right. route and take the risk and maybe not. I, like, personally, I hate school, right? So let's imagine they don't like school. Like, obviously, you didn't like school. Obviously, <laughs> I don't like school. You know what I mean? And they're looking at it like, I don't want to go to college. That's what everybody wants me to do. That's what... Um, and folks are trying to make it seem like there's no way for me to succeed if I don't go right now. Right. What kind of, what kind of, what kind of game would you sprinkle their direction? Mm. Or would you, would you, would you even recommend they take the path that you've been down now, five years later, being that you know the hurdles you didn't had to go through? Or like, how do you, how do you feel? Okay, I felt a couple ways about that. Respect. I'm going to say a couple things I need to just get my shit off. No, I break all One of time, that. Denzel said, uh, whatever you whatever you practice at, you'll get good at, good or bad, right? Okay. So no matter what you do, no matter what route that individual or my 17-year-old self does, I would say stick to it and work hard because Respect. I've always been a grinder, and they say the key to success is consistency. So I really just tried to dedicate these years to just learning this craft and being the best that I can do at it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so that's what I mean by just whatever you whatever you do and whatever you, whatever you practice, you'll get good at. You know what I mean? And then two, I'm saying that if I saw that in that individual or in my young self that, hey, this is what they're thinking or they're trying to make a move on, then I might toss it out there, you know what I'm saying, and see if they bite, you feel me? Because you also got to know people are serious, too, and you also got to be ready thing. to put the work in. So yeah, that's why I also say I would say... too, Because not everybody is comfortable, too. Like you that's why I said work hard life. first, though. That's why I said no, do it first. The work ethic, because whether you're a janitor, you whatever you are, exactly, is what has allowed you to be able to reap benefits mm-hmm. from your risk. Mm-hmm. Because if folks not ready to get up mm-hmm. at four five mm-hmm. in the morning mm-hmm. to go head out to the city mm-hmm. to go mm-hmm. handle that business, mm-hmm. then. But you're gonna be in traffic. But it's the same as heading to, if you're not willing to put the work in for your classes. You know what I mean? That's why I said due diligence. Literally. You have to do your due diligence and whatever it is. Don't ever think that you're about to... You discourage yourself by thinking that way. And I've done it too myself sometimes oh, where you hop in and you be like, oh shit, I got to do all this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, so that's a great point. So but to you know answer, going into it, exactly. it's going to be a lot easier for you. Yeah, you know? and if you know what you got in, it also creates more value of what you're trying to do. But one, I would say to that person, uh, work hard at whatever you do, Okay. I would say get your money however it is because no matter what you do, you feel me? If you do doing what you're supposed to do and getting your money, I, I ain't hating. Get your money and work hard at doing that because if you can't make no money, you're not going to do nothing, be nothing. You know what I'm saying? Not in the terms of just like um, in Well, terms I think of it's important that you were able to go out and find a trade that worked for you yeah. because some people may like, because there's, there, there's factors to it. Mm-hmm. I can know I don't want to go to college. I can know I don't want to do this. Me, personally, I wanted to go away, right? Yeah. I wanted to be able to go away. I wanted to get away. I wanted to be able to go to school. I wanted to go get my business degree. <clears throat> I wanted to leave Richmond, right? Yeah. I couldn't leave. I couldn't go, and I had to pivot, and I had to assess. I still need to go to school, but obviously, I can't really afford it, and the luxuries aren't just given to me to just go anywhere, mm-hmm. so I had to create a business. 
I had to go work at yeah. the old elementary school. I had to go to the junior college right. o- across the bridge right. and figure out how I can make all of that stuff interconnect to still go where I want to go. So my path is different than how Steve's path went yeah. in the same way as how yours is different. So where it's like, however you put it, you got to know what you want to go for, mm-hmm. how you want to slice it and dice it in keep pushing forward to fully answer the question i would say work hard at what you do and get your money then i would say get your credit right respect that's the most important thing respect because then you can use you can create your business or do what you need to do off that off the bank's money i hear you and it's crazy because you said get your credit right because if i'm talking to my 18 year old self or 17 year old Mm -hmm. self like somebody five years from now that are similar to like me you are similar Mm -hmm. and a lot of ways on yeah. the visions that we want to bring right. to fruition, right? right. Entrepreneurship, vision literally. That you guys um, yeah. To where, and we talk about trades. I started a business. Yeah. You got the trade. Mm-hmm. I kept trying to go to school through working the mm-hmm. business, but mm-hmm. even as an entrepreneur, I fought a lot with myself. Of I don't need to be in school to do what I want to do. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. But understanding that, well, I'm here for different reasons on top of just a degree you know what i mean mm-hmm. but um i think one thing i would evaluate is like when we talk about different trades and stuff for that entrepreneur like i talked about in a few episodes back um getting into real estate you know mm-hmm. what i mean like mm-hmm. i just got mine um me and you talked off camera about you thinking about doing that as what? well and it's like Imagine if we were 17, 18 with who we were, but actively doing real estate. I think if we could have mm. seen that play the way we see things now. Oh, man. Especially as you talk about get your credit right. Boy, because I'd be cold as ice if I yeah. knew the real estate game the man, way I know it now. Man. Cause I and was invest in that money because that's five years of investments that I've already lost out on. Well, there's perspective. You can't and granted, like starting that. at 25, that's why you can't even look you at the look other at way, like, though. That's why you can't you even look at it from, forward. like, tell yourself. Exactly. We but always have to. But that's why we're here to tell, you know, our younger selves. Literally. And our audience, you know. These no. are some of the things you guys should My allergies because I'm sniffling, y'all. I know it's COVID. I don't hear that shit. <laughs> Yeah, these, these, the viewers, you know how they be in the YouTube in the comments and be like, "What do you think? Got no mask? Can't be sniffling?" <laughs> I can't. These are some of the things that you guys need to think about that people should be thinking about. Very true. Getting um, your credit right, making sure your money's right. Very true. Yeah. Especially um, if you want to go an unconventional route. Well, even if you want to go the conventional route, those are things you want to get intact. But. I know right now I got. But my whatever credit. you do, you always gotta have your more credit right. If you want to make any boss player moves, very true. Unless you're coming in all cash, which is very possible, but um, it's always a good necessity to have and to do. That it is. That's some good insight. So, as we talk about like your trade, though, are you satisfied with the trades that you picked in plumbing? Like I'm never what? satisfied with anything. Respect. Okay, so what were your top trade choices? Um, <clears throat> or was plumbing just that one that you said, uh, it makes sense, let me go for it? Or did you evaluate other ones? Well, I think that it was the... Uh, my top ones were I was l- trying to be longshoreman. Okay, I heard they get banked. Butter. Yeah, nah. Scrilla. Butter, cheddar, scrilla, <laughs> mix. Do it, they get it. Plus, and for people who don't know what that is, like, what is that? What? Oh, longshoreman. Mm-hmm. Um, good question, Steve. Um, basically, there's ports. You feel me? In certain areas where there's bodies of water that basically receive and ship shipping containers. You know, whether that's goods, whether that's Whatever it is, there's a whole bunch of stuff that goes by ship that has come from truck, that has come from airplane, that has come from wherever. And those goods are distributed to Costco, Target, your local market, this, that. Who knows for what all these things go. Um, And basically, that's basically what a longshoreman is, is unloading and deloading those compartments at the dock that are coming from international waters, local waters, very large shipments, quantities of things, uh, very trade-like, strenuous work, blue-collar work. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But they get their money, and they're very valuable, and they're a necessity to our economy. Um, economy. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So, um, 
Shout out to the Longshoremen. Shout it was out them. to the Longshoremen. And then it was uh, it was airplane mechanic, jet mechanic. You feel me? Working on planes, engines. I like cars and all that. Okay. I don't really know people who are car mechanics who get super butter. I wasn't aware of uh, at that time. I, I wasn't aware. I wasn't okay. aware. Respect. See, let me rephrase that. I wasn't aware at the time of mechanics who facts. And I know that you know BMW and people like that. They do make seventy five dollars an hour and they do make bread. Um, but I just didn't know or see it. Like I couldn't fully translate my love for cars because I feel like that's my real passion is cars. Okay, that's my number one passion. And then maybe okay, music second. And okay. maybe music second. Just like that brings me joy, you know what I'm saying? I was gonna say, you sing, <laughs> you sing yeah, like, No, just music. I like. I, music. No, I know what you're saying. I could, I could hit a note if I want to, but <laughs> we'll say that. <laughs> and then I would say <laughs> that, that season. These things say that season three. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll keep. We'll keep <laughs> I don't know if that's gonna make a yeah, season. No, yeah, we'll keep that verse I'll in the top. making a season, doc. I promise you nah, that. Yeah, so another question I had was, um, are you, like, happy with your um, position? I know that, you know, we always want to keep leveling up, keep improving, but are you kind of happy being, you know, a plumber? Yeah, um, I definitely am. You feel me? I definitely am because I'm finding the joy in it. And then once you get – that's why I was saying once you practice, you'll get good at it. And once you get good at it, it's almost like it's, like, not – work anymore in a sense you know what i'm saying really like, it's become more of like a, a passion or not a, a passion but it was just okay. like it's clockwork for you Marcel? it's clockwork okay gotcha. it's okay. clockwork like it's kind of like you could you you've gotten good enough to where you can kind of just knock it out kind of do it you in know sleep, what it gets honest. you so you cool with just handling your business and granted you feel me i'm still learning a lot of things there's a lot of things i still don't know how to do you feel me the plumbing shit is nearly endless to it which is why to fully answer your question, I am happy now, but it's led to my vision really expanding from my business to personally, you know what I'm saying, to even just daily work and just this five years of information that I've gathered and that you, um, and the resources that you, you know, obtain within that amount of time um, have definitely opened my eyes to a greater vision than I initially thought of when I was coming in this at 17 years old. So That's what's that? What's that vision? Like, where do you see yourself going from from here in the future, you know? Well, the difference between being, like, a longshoreman, which is cool, and that's good money, and it's very much a necessity. Plumbing is also everywhere, and it's 24-7, and it's 365, you know what I mean? And it's something that, like, everybody needs a plumber. Like, longshoreman, that closes eventually, you feel me? Plumbing is a business that can literally run 24-7, you feel me? Um, Because people need it. Everybody needs it, you know what I mean? And so... Um, it's something that is a little bit m- more essential and in terms of immediate uh, desire. You know, mm-hmm. people don't want their toilets fixed now. They want their pipings to break. They want that pipe broken, that pipe break fixed today. You mm-hmm. feel me? They want it fixed now. How fast can you come and get this done? Yeah, you know what I mean? And um, their water heater goes out. They want hot showers within a day or two nobody wants to take cold showers you know what i mean so there's just so many those are small scale things just to show you an example of how much of a quick necessity it is and so um i'm happy with it because it's expanded my game to so much more that i'm ready to dive into gotcha so yeah what are those what are those future endeavors that you want to kind of get into oh um Real estate, you know okay. what I'm saying? And that's really one of the main it. things uh, that plumbing is in, is real estate, you feel me? Um, for the most part, if you're talking about commercial property or even residential property, just property in general, even mobile homes have bathrooms, right? You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, yeah, I get land and plots by themselves, you feel me? But if you're going to build something on that, you're usually going to need a plumber, okay? So it's no, just like, plumbing is... Uh, usually, no, you need a plumber. No, you need, because <laughs> no, no matter when I buy it, at a certain point, when I'm ready to develop this land, I'm going to need to know where's this water coming in yeah. at, where's it going to be clean yeah, at, and exactly. come on, where's my plumber at? So, um, I'm really just trying to get into the real estate business, so you feel me? Me and uh, D are going to definitely be doing some real estate collaborative efforts in the future. Um, 
It's definitely excellence. in the works right now yeah, as it's we black speak. Excellence. Black excellence. Um, we're definitely trying to uh, buy the block back from these nerds, man. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> um, nah, no cap, bro. <laughs> that's how I feel, bro. <laughs> you feel me? Like for sure. We plotting hey, yo, on these not, if Why not? If if why not us, man? I feel like we deserve a we shot. We owe it to ourselves and to our people, you feel me? You who, in a sense, although monetary things from price value and how to buy homes and buy land and get into the you know real estate bag is different from back then because homes aren't $20,000. But all the other things that our people have had to endure that we can have a whole nother, you know podcast on is why we owe it to ourselves and it's why we owe it to them to get in the paint in that field because... Um, I think it's so essential, man, especially the more I start to learn about like We're as still I, trying to buy back our 40 acres. Dude, you feel me? Like even as I <laughs> even as I like went through the process to get my real estate license, damn near the one thing that can really get you to lose your L's is like doing some racist stuff, essentially, or some uh, prejudice or segregating type stuff. So it's just kind of nuts when you really like dig in and do more research into like the real estate realm and how like how like how how shady we've been done in the past mm-hmm. um and mind you it's that's not like for us that's common sense just because mm-hmm. we've been done shady in every other right. realm to where it's like it's you're common, from richmond you know we're from vallejo it's, it's we common, know it, like we it's common no law slow to, steppers it's common <laughs> law to know like oh yeah they was for sure playing folks and right. snatching your from land the bay from, you, from you the west me? side so it's like but to see that and like what you're talking about, like to have that representation, to have like someone like myself, someone like you, someone like Steve in finance, like yeah. to be in these realms and be young uh, men of color, you yeah. know what I mean? The young yeah. women of color yeah. as well, to step into these roles and to really represent our people is so key right mm-hmm. now because like education is power. Mm-hmm. We'll come into like even like through this year, you've seen so much. Like, in a sense, free money get thrown mm-hmm. around, right? And with proper education and proper knowledge, mm-hmm. you could have positioned yourself to where you could have used some of that extra 20-plus bands that came your way as they ain't said they was giving me my reparations, but if I applied that in a way that lets me double down and come up off of something that y'all gave me, if I have the opportunity to, mm-hmm. then <clears throat> it's like, oh, well, now I could come up. I could double down. The really only way we doing the real estate of mine is from leveraging opportunities. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's where that education comes no, in. No, you got to do And when we say education, we're not talking about, like, books and school all the time. You feel me? Educating yourself on whatever it is that right. your business and your stuff is starting on. Because it you don't need be talking to, to go to no college. You don't Literally, need to go you know. to no school. You don't need to do nothing to one be a millionaire or run your own business. You know what I'm saying? You can educate yourself. You could be your own school. You know what I'm saying? Through the, through you literally the internet. Yourself Dude, like and the on everything. Book? And I don't want people to get discouraged by that because that's something that held me back for a long time. You feel me? And so now that those things, access is just so, can fall on our laps now. You know what I'm saying? Like From anywhere, literally. We are, we, most and of do us anything. Like, yeah, you can. iPads, computers. Yeah, you know, like those who. Internet in general. Like, are watching this and are in tuned and have YouTube access. If you can access YouTube and watch stuff like this and do everything, then you should be able to make it happen. Literally. You, know I mean? yeah. you talked about, you kind of just pinpointed on something that it, it used to make you feel some type of way. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you feel comfortable, would you like to go in on that a little more? Um, like, what do you mean? Maybe feel some type of way. What was I saying? You think you were talking about the angle of, I think you were probably trying to make a point of not going to college made you feel like that took away your oh, education. I was talking about education. To be a millionaire. Yeah. No, education. Like just, um, yeah, to clarify that, education, basically thinking that, like, you're not going to learn nothing about business or finances if you don't go to a four-year institution or establishment that will give you some type of validation on your proceedings in that, you know, establishment. You know what I'm saying? Like, or a place. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, I I hear you wholeheartedly. And for the specific things you're talking about, that's not even stuff you're going to learn just being in school. I'm literally in school working on my entrepreneurship <coughs> degree. Mm-hmm. 
So you would think everything in that would encompass different things that help expand right. your mind, right? your confidence. And well, could you say that it has? Um, because I know people who've graduated and done what they want to do, and they're like, I still don't know shit, and I still don't know. And that's not shitting on school because there's nothing wrong with doing that. But I just want to know from an entrepreneur standpoint. From an entrepreneur, you and have for, to. From an entrepreneur degree that you said you're getting. Peep game. It only makes sense. For an, for an entrepreneur, you can't go to school with the mindset <coughs> of, I'm going to learn everything I need in a classroom that will Period. help me. Because if I'm just trying to get a job, everything I learned in the classroom will help me get this high priced <coughs> job that I'm looking for that will, in a sense, help me lead down a career that I'm looking to embark upon. Yeah. As an entrepreneur, I'm looking to create a concept, bring right. it to reality, and then provide jobs for others that are in school right. in a sense, right? right? So being that, like an entrepreneur, you have to go to school with the mindset of networking, right? Number Who can one. I meet? Inside the classroom as well as outside the classroom. Where can I learn from the outside environments? Because one thing that school does provide is an abundance of resources, mm -hmm. right? So if you really want to get tapped in, you may not, like, I struggled a lot at, um, let's pause this right now before we, yeah, so, but for me, um, I struggled a lot with certain classes that I was inside. I felt like I didn't need it to do what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. So in that sense, I argued and I fought a lot and I've struggled my way through school because I knew some of the stuff was, excuse my French, was bullshit for me, right? Um, but in a sense, I couldn't be where I am personally without having to go through the different things that have helped me become stronger. Plus, I know me finishing the degree wasn't, like, I didn't, it wasn't a, Desserts is now going to be a successful company because I have a bachelor's degree. But because I have a bachelor's degree, it opens the door as a young black man, right? So you'll read all these different books from entrepreneurs and different people where they tell you, you know, I dropped out of school, bump school, this, that, and the third, blah, blah, blah. Like I didn't need it to do this, which is all valid and all true. But as a, as a young black man, folks aren't rushing to open doors for us. You know what I mean? Not at all. I, I've only am as hungry as I am because doors don't open for me. You know what I mean? So with that being said, five years ago, a lot of stuff I had to evaluate, even when I was talking to my sisters at times, you know, about certain things where it's like there's different things that will benefit me by having that degree. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot does come into play with how I'll be viewed. Right. Not only that, but also the fact that we're young. Yeah, you know what I mean. We're 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 ha we're trying to get a, a seat at the table at 23. Yeah, I'm not you know trying to I mean? wait until I'm 50 for you um, to look at me. So if anybody's you know contemplating whether or not they should kind of either go to college or anything like that, like the more credentials you have, the better it seems to people. They, they I don't know why, but they you know people no people that's look at that. No, that's but it's about You're playing the game of credentials. Sense. Yeah. You got to no. be able to play the game, and that's right. all it is. So, like, but and we could even get into that with fear, though, which limits a lot of us from getting, taking that first step to go right. there and right. do that. Go where? And it, to college, or just in general, or just to make that step towards yeah. your a business. To yeah, anything. your move or your. Oh, idea well, but that's kind of like the that's holding of you back. About risk. That's literally yeah, taking no, a risk. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Jumping off the ledge. It's fear. Like, as and, I hold and it's back. not easy at all. It really isn't. Like, should be hard as fuck like but it, it comes to a certain point where it's like that fight or flight mentality it's like at the end of the day like when you know your why when you know your why what you do it for that driving force then nothing else is gonna stop you from getting it done you yeah. feel me but you gotta get to that point where you're so hungry Yo, my boy said it best. If you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe, no, then you will be successful. Yeah. But it comes some time to that point, and sometimes if you haven't grown up or been around a lot of uncomfortable situations, you don't always have that in here yeah. drive, that in here and like, oh, but <laughs> three brothers right here. Yeah. <laughs> we got no other choice but to be on. Right, you right, And that's right. kind of where it kind of derives right. from. No, facts. And just to piggyback on that, it's just like, 
with you saying how like the whole degree will just look better and open more doors for you, which is absolutely true because we need as many educated black men as possible. And formally educated, we can have formally educated and other everything is. You know I mean? And I don't even say no when facts. I say, Thank you for yes. Yeah. No, but, no. We, but we need we to correct. high up correct. in every realm. We, we you know what I mean? Just because it helps us all look better. You know what I mean? Yeah. When I go to college in Marin, I was one of, at times, one of one, max maybe one of three black people, <clears throat> black males specifically, yeah. in these certain classrooms. Yeah. Oh, no. And, period. And Shout not, out Kensington dude, Elementary. What dude, a, okay. you Kensington <laughs> Elementary? <laughs> yes, I did. Word, that's mainly. I for Shout sure out was out Albany, in Kensington. Middle. <laughs> no, I was out in... Uh, no, Kensington's Albany. I'm tweaking. I was out in... Uh, no, because uh, College of Marin is in um, something with a K. Um, out in there. Forget it, though. But <laughs> but the point was, like, we... Like, I'm not just representing myself when I walk into these classrooms. Yeah. It's like, we're, recep- we're representing... That's deep that you say that. Well, because right I, that's kind of just I feel like I that in life, up. though, in general, in a sense. As a black man, that's how I got brought up to know, like, you know, it's deeper. It's you wearing... You're wearing not just your name. I'm not just D D'Artagnan when I walk in the room. Yeah. I'm D'Artagnan, and I represent my last name, the Connors. My legacy. I represent that, but then I also represent a race of people that get judged by the moment we walk into the room. So it goes as simple as the moment they see me, I'm not just a reflection of just D'Artagnan. I'm a reflection of the moment D'Artagnan start cutting up in these classrooms, yeah. oh, here go these niggas. Right. And right. because I know that I'm conscious, I don't give you the right so that I let you know, like, no, <clears throat> we are extraordinary individuals and don't yeah. get it twisted. Yeah. We come in here to handle our business. Out. We come in here to handle our business and get it done and move with a purpose. Yeah. And when you leave from getting to know D'Artagnan. Yeah. Think about us differently moving forward. <laughs> you, you will. Feel me? <laughs> you will. You feel me? Period. And this is not a one-on-one experience. Yeah. This is a legacy of greatness behind yeah. me. You feel me? You're being blessed. You feel me? And that's just kind of how we got to move in situations. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm I'm sitting here potting, feeling good <laughs> with y'all. So you know, I'm kind of all over the place. But <laughs> I feel like good, we really, man. I feel like we're really getting to some points because we talking about risk, man. Yeah. And we risk takers, man. Steve a gambler and he a money man. Yeah. I'm a gambler <laughs> and I'm an entrepreneur. But you got to be comfortable taking risks. Yeah. And we know you about a risk. Yeah. And not being afraid. Young cats need to invest too. Those that's also a risk. Investing is another risk. Since we're talking about risk, it is a risk. But and in I, the grand scheme of where people throw their money away to, in a sense, it's about just where you want to direct your your investment. But you the act me? of investing, period, Respect. is a risk. It is because you don't whether know. it's a, a good risk, bad risk, whatever the however you want to level it in the dictionary. I'm just saying like. That even goes back to fear because people don't want to risk their money being lost or risk something thing. But even when the, in the rich dad poor dad, he said people don't play enough to win. Yo, they play enough to, to not rich lose. Dad, poor dad. They play safe. They want to be doing practical things. But we're not making that play. That's gonna actually. That's a risk. But the grains, the gains are way get greater. You feel me? Because so, it's yeah, a calculated play. That's another me? thing. The more risk you take. The greater your game will be. Mm-hmm. But it's also about calculated risk as well. It's not just like as we talk about risk, just like being all willy nilly <laughs> going for just anything. It's about really like I know when I look at risk and knowing the market. Dude, you gotta assess it, right? My pros, knowing the housing prices, my cons, what can I gain? What can on I the lose? economy? And then once you assess everything, you gotta figure out if that's something that you're comfortable with. If it goes completely bad, if it goes Obviously, you're going to be comfortable if it goes all the way good. But if you're comfortable with it, if it goes completely bad, now you've assessed the risk. Now it's on you to make that decision if it's something that you could go forward with or not. Yeah. That's how I kind of look at them. How do you look at them? Same, same, same thing. Um, I think that there's obviously there's there's bigger risks that you can take for sure in certain situations, and those risks typically bring the greater reward oh so you have to be able to pick and choose how much risk you're able to tolerate Mm -hmm. and that's kind of what you're saying about assessing it and about assessing it and making sure you're comfortable with the risk that you're taking and knowing that 
those bigger risks, yes, they come. They can come with big rewards, but they can also come with big losses. And that's where assessing it assessing. matters a lot because I know a few of my the first time I really like pulled the trigger on investing would be Bitcoin in 2017, right? Um, okay. And that's when like Bitcoin, Litecoin. Um, I was we was kind of getting into that bag talking a lot. How much Elijah. was it when you invested? Uh, if you don't know what Bitcoin is. Cryptocurrency. Yeah. You can, you can um, uh, Google currency. But also, you know, tell them it's cryptocurrency. I put... Um, if you don't know what that my is, big, I feel you. <laughs> yeah. um, it's, it's a long <laughs> process. I didn't want to get into the whole thing. I feel you. Um, I think I ended up putting either where between 500 to 1,000. Well, you don't got to tell me how your pockets. I'm just oh, saying word. how much was it. <laughs> no, I, think, I thought you for sure. <laughs> how much was it when you invested in it? Well, how I much think, was okay, Bitcoin it, at? Because now it's at like 25,000. Think of it as a stock. I think it was still at. Know, okay, in hindsight, Bitcoin for sure was 10 bands or below mm-hmm. when I was doing it. And it was in that time frame in 2017, it was around its highest peak. So that's when it was really starting to bubble. It's been kind of on the low the last few years. And obviously, I guess now it's going back up, right? I was interested at that time in a new, in an altcoin. It's an alternative coin that's on the thing. Um, Bitcoin is like the granddaddy. That's, yeah, that's, that's, that's the gold that, of Bitcoin. That's, that's mob. That's gold. That's gold, right? It's so ba- much so that they, you know, when they talk about other cryptocurrencies, they talk about, they, they call it Bitcoin. Literally. So it's yeah. like they the have like coined the name. Literally. Of- they're 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 like subsidiaries. They're other coins, right? They're other versions. They're like the euro, the yen, the American dollar. But it's all digital, essentially, right? Um, so I was interested in Litecoin, and Litecoin was at first um, going for anywhere. I think when I bought, when I was looking at it, it was jumping between like a hundred to eighty-four, something like that, right? I was looking at it, and, and it was expected to go up above 200 or something, right? Like, that's how the projections was looking. And I think I assessed it, and I said, you know, if I get a sign and it go down a little bit, I'm going to buy in, right? And I'm going to invest something good, right? It went down like $10 right on time. I bought me, um, I bought like maybe 10 of them joints, right? Um, and it doubled up into like 400 or something at a certain on a good weekend. But in that moment, I was looking at it on the long term play. Mind you, if I was looking on it in the fast play, oh, I'd have got out, been looking good yeah, real quick. Yeah, yeah. But like, I got a little flack for making that decision. But in the grand scheme, that was one of the first moments of my growing pain, trying to become mm-hmm. a grown man yeah. and knowing where I want to go. It was go, a lesson. You got to take risks, got to take chances. Yeah. And at the end of the day, that was my money. Yeah. That was what I had worked for and what you I saw had saved. How and I had, and I had assessed. You know yeah. what I mean? And I had said, you know what? This is a chance I want to take. And yeah. that's something I had to be comfortable with. And yeah. even as, even when you got to be comfortable with something, it comes into even when you'll get flack from people. Yeah. Like you still got to be comfortable with no one. No, I assessed that. No, And for it was real. a good risk for me. And you may not understand it, but this is what no, I had to do. No, can we talk about that? And I'm looking to the camera on this one. No, let's talk about it. And I'm looking to the camera on this one. Because you can't... Sometimes we also, as people, and I'm not saying that um, we're guilty of any of this, but I'm just saying in general in life, like you can't go and tell people your plans and your desires and your investments and your things that you think are going to be either profitable or bring you back good measure or whatever it is that you feel in your heart is going for. Because sometimes their lack of knowledge, they haven't done all the work that you've done to make this calculated risk or this decision like D and Steve are saying. You feel me? They haven't Brother, done your due diligence that you've done or they haven't been working in your profession for five years. They haven't been studying the stock market for five years. They haven't been doing cryptocurrency. But also everybody $5. don't got the same vision. You everybody got. don't have, everybody can't see what you see. Literally. So don't get discouraged because nobody is as, not as excited as you are or even if they want to talk down on what you're doing because can't nobody even really speak on you like that. You feel me? Everybody because has their own opinion. You can't let them put your projection on you. They fear on you. Shout out to Nip because he said that. You can't put your projection on me, your fear on me, of what right. you can and cannot do. You think that you think I can and cannot do. But when you have your own vision, you put time and effort into studying and knowing your own vision and what you want to do. That's what we call calculating. And then you take that risk. Yeah. That's where the reward comes in. Yeah. That's where that great reward comes in. So yep. we're all, you know, we're all spitting the same, same, same facts right now. 
For it's sure. Game. It's it's game. You just got to keep because that's legit. That's super legit. Very, very, very true. Um, that's all it's about. Everybody... Everybody that's why you got to stand 10 toes in who you are and literally your what your passion is and dude. what it is. Because if it's your passion is where you come from and it's what you really want and you desire, it don't matter whether it's a good or bad move or whether it comes out good or bad because you're going to get a lesson from that moment anyway. And whoever talk was talking me. shit about your opinion and what you thought of what move it was good or bad, you're going to learn something more greater than what they think. <laughs> Period. You but, know what I'm saying? Like, and that, and that's the same more than way. that negativity is gonna mean so much more. Go ahead, dude. That's the same way with like the calculated risk thing. You know, you gotta assess where you are, what you want out of life, what you want out of your goals, what you want out of your vision, and like a lot of people didn't understand the path that you wanted to take. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And you stand ten toes on where you are and what you want to do has allowed you to become the grown man that you are, be your own person, and go down your path. And I think that's important because, like you said, you can't... I had to learn early, like, you can't just think that you could go tell the best idea to everybody and it's going to automatically be embraced because it means so much to you. Yeah. Like, it's your vision. It's your passion. It's your this, it's your that, to where sometimes it will be embraced. But as you start becoming that type of person where you have visions, dreams, and passions, you then will quickly learn who are the people that you could share those dreams, visions, and passions with, and who are the people that you may just have a good time with. You know what I mean? And I think that's important. And I think also it's not it's important to understand not to take it too personal at a certain point. Because like you saying... At the end of the day, somebody could somebody could tell you all about yourself the moment you come bring your idea, your passion to them and everything. And, and that like, might really break your spirit and make dude, you not even want to do it no more. You got to protect your spirit. That's what it's literally. all about. But even as you said, you ain't got to let them project their shit onto you. That's really what it be, though. It sometimes don't have nothing to do with you. What you got going on, your passions, your dreams, but the fact that maybe stuff ain't right for them now, stuff ain't been right, or maybe they had dreams just like you had. Even my dad talked about it last night. The older cats used to be like, once they can't understand it, it's like, oh, nah, man, you got to get a ball for that. Yeah, it ain't it. Instead of allowing you to grow in, like you're saying, because at the end of the that day, eighty percent that you don't know dude, is possible, dude. Because just by trying, eighty percent that you know you that you don't know you know, man. That you, you know, know you know. that you know that, that you, you don't know, know you don't know. Excuse me, you don't know what you don't. Know. You don't. Drop a bomb on that, yo. <laughs> Get fire on the ass one time, like what that can Black excellence, ladies and gentlemen. Black excellence. Black excellence. Oh man, well. I like the direction that we've went in in this episode. And at this point, I kind of want to leave. I want to ask you with this question, Lena. What um, what are some of the big picture visions as we're going into 2021 for you? What's a, What are some of like passions that you want to bring to life? What are some or what's the direction that you want to pivot in as we're going into these roaring 20s, man? Because I know a hungry hustler like yourself it's always thinking two moves ahead. Um, I want to get my game up on just investments. Okay. You feel me? I'm getting diving into some cryptocurrencies right now. Okay. Um, I haven't gotten too much to do with the stock market like I should be, but I'm really doing the crypto more. And I definitely might want to hop in that Forex shit this year. Okay. Um, maybe get with like a, a forex broker or something like that and make some money, make some money for me. Because I don't want to necessarily do it every day, but uh, definitely want to get my investments popping off. And then um, maybe within the next couple of years, get some property too. Um, okay. Those are my goals that I have. I see you, boy. That's smooth. I like it. I like it, man. That we do. That we do. So, um, I think now is the perfect time for us to get into our Spread the Sugar, Share the Wealth segment. Let me get, let me get us some air horns queued up for that. 
So for those that don't know, our Spread Your Sugar Share the Wealth segment is where we like to highlight some black-owned businesses. And I think today, uh, who wants to start us off? Lino, you ready? Lino, okay. Yeah, I'll go. Let's uh, get it. I got two. Okay. Shout out Beast Bay Plumbing. You okay. feel me? If you need a plumber, water heater, repipe, whatever you need, shout out them boys out there. They take care of you. Black on. Out of the V. From oh, from Sacramento. How did they get in contact? All the way to... Uh, all the way to freaking Castro Valley. Oh, so y'all working all the bridges? All of them. <laughs> Redwood City. All of them. All of them. Pull up. Holla at us. Um, get at us. Um, Yelp. Instagram. Beast Bay Plumbing. Like East Bay with a B. Beast. Pipe Beast. Beast Bay. One word. And then shout out Afro Tech Designs. Holla at them on Instagram. Okay. Afro Tech designs love it everything um, gonna be in the mention they all good with the um mounting with the lighting with the all type of um additional fixtures and features that you want to do to your home improvement stuff oh them boys will handle you anything you need to be mounted tvs mirrors ceiling walls some of y'all know what i'm talking about ceiling uh ceiling, ceiling <laughs> mirrors <laughs> <laughs> whatever you want they can make it happen holla at them black owned business baby 707 represent what's good black excellence black right, excellence you ready you ready yeah so mine is um rebels refreshers menu oh okay um this is my friend lavana um and it's basically just organic juices and organic shots that she's selling so Word, that's yeah. real smooth Shout Love to hear her. Get that ginger shot for your uh for your insides. Mm. <laughs> Let them know. It's <laughs> necessary. Get that ginger shot. Y'all know. Okay, they do know. <laughs> honestly. Um, so the business I'm a um shout out is Key Essentials, handmade skin, uh skincare products, uh black owned, Bay Area based uh business. We're gonna have the ad in the mention. Um looking at the Instagram right now, got an assortment of products going um if you honestly love to take care of yourself i think you should double down and really take care of yourself and see what key essentials is talking about so ladies and gentlemen that was spread the sugar share the wealth where we like to make sure that um we make sure we put on for ours you feel me it sounds like a plan for Amen. Us. Sounds like a plan. Yo, well, if that's being said, I mean, we might as well get into our forward focus song of the week. So, Lino's our guest. Um, what you feeling like hitting the people with today? Man, play that, uh, do that dance you be doing, that little dance you be doing by Lil Russell. I think I'm saying it right. Lil Word. Russell. I think uh, so, Let's too. see. Uh, it is yeah. do that little dance. Little dance. Shout you out. Seven, I'm 707 everything today. Oh, okay? this this bay. This is the Bay Area. 707, Vallejo. Everything is Vallejo. Vallejo. Word. Say less. I'm not playing with none of y'all. I'm talking about putting my city on for real. What's good? Talk that talk, (laughs) kid. Talk it. Talk it. As you should. Bay Area in the house. 707. Real bars out there. Young cat coming out the weed. Real bars. Real stuff us young people can think about. I'm home. African nigga in the European whip. Like we ain't come here on the European ship. Fuck your opinion, shut your European lips. Money and murder, that's that European. No better, I just hold my tongue. Nigga selling out total while I'm on my run. Happily wave back as I hold my gun. Yeah. I seen a lot of niggas die, they all look like me. Know your rights get denied when you look like me. Yeah, we both from different sides, but you look like me. How come the man in the mirror never look like me? I'm familiar, quite peculiar, do you know yourself? Are you tending to your garden, do you grow yourself? Are you living in the past, do you hold yourself? Accountable for all that's bad, like you owe yourself. A new life, a new bitch, a new you. Some new goals, some new hoes, a new crew. You know them, you know us and them too You know who everybody is, but who you? I ain't trying to preach cause I hate that shit But I see niggas dying and I hate that shit Smiling all the time, I gotta fake that shit I hate 20 shots, why I make that shit 
Sharing all this pain for the income I could gain. Great granny was a slave, why would I ever cop a chain? Gave us band-aids like that could ever stop the pain. Niggas used to hang for these songs that I sang. Niggas used to die for these pictures that I post. Niggas used to die trying to get a right to vote. Liberty and life, they say we got a right to both. But we ain't have rights since they took us off that boat. Took us from our man and took our land from us. Cross an arm and a leg, they really took our hand from us. Threw us in them cages, taxed all our wages. Put y'all on with this religion. Rewrote all the pages. Been this way for ages. Threw us in the mazes. Made it off them cotton fields. Now we on the stages. Rapping about ass cheeks, we rapping about chains. Rapping about Benzes, we rapping about gangs. Rapping about oppression, we rapping about pain. I'm rapping about all that, I gotta share the blame. They rapping on a contract, they rapping for the fame. They rapping in a slave deal, we clapping while they hang. Dance, nigga. Clapping while they hang. Sheesh. That was Do That Lil' Dance You Be Doing by Lil' Russell. Shout out to Lil' Russell, man. Bay Area. Vallejo. Let's get it. Black excellence. for that dunk on KD too it was nasty. Um, you got your song queued up, Steve? Yeah, yeah. yeah. What you feeling like getting um, the people with today? Man, I was just gonna hit the box, with Roddy Rich. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> he said the box. Nah, it's only crazy because Steve must have knew what I was about to get queued up. <laughs> but let's get the box. Oh, by that Roddy is your Rich. jam, huh? <laughs> nah, that wasn't what, That's I was what about you was gonna use. No, we're gonna double up on some Roddy. <laughs> Don't worry about mine, man. You picked yours. This is the box, ladies and gentlemen. Let's rock out. You ready? Playing out the coupe, told him for a twelve for a swap. Buzzing all the bells out the box. I just hit a lick with the box. Had to put the stick in the box. Mm. Pour up the whole damn seal. I'ma get lazy. I got the mojo deals. We been trapping like the eighties. She said the nigga so. Told him wipe a nigga, no Say slack, slack I won't never sell my soul And I can fake that And I really wanna know Where you at, where? I was at back, where the stash at? Cruise the city in a bulletproof Cadillac Cause I know these niggas have to wear the bag at Gotta move smarter, gotta move harder Nigga try to give me five my water I lay his ass down on my son, on my daughter I had the Draco with me, Dwayne Carter A lot of niggas out here playing, ain't ballin' Put my whole arm in the rim, Vince Carter And I know poppy get a key for the quarter Shawty belly seen the double C's, I bought her Got a bitch that's looking like a Leah, she a model I got the pink slip up, my whip is keyless Compton, I'm about to get the key to the city Patty, light up the seat We're getting out the coupe at the lot Told him for a 12 fuck swat Busting all the bells out the box I just hit a lick with the box Had to put the stick in the box mm. Pour up the whole damn seal I'ma get lazy the mojo deals, we been trapping like the 80s. She said the nigga so got the cash out. Told him wipe a nigga, no. That was the box by Roddy Rich, ladies and gentlemen. And at this point, we might as well double down with a little bit of that perfect time by Roddy Rich. <laughs> God's plan. This has been. And will always be real estate of mine, ladies and gentlemen. We not hard to find. I seen the light and I climbed in. Had to take them out, we ain't gonna dine in. Shotty done fell in love with all my diamonds. But everybody change on you like the sea. Seven nineteen forty two, Don Julio. I ain't got time for all these eyes and these groupie hoes. Late night, I've been cruising down the interstate. Late night, I've been thinking a lot of niggas hate. Tell my dog, let's pour tons of ace. If he talking out his lip, we gotta give cuz a taste. I can't let no nigga smut my name. Especially when these little niggas see me as reputable. And the OGs respect me, that done came out my section. We just bought Cullinan just to maintain. I talked to her, my brother near me on the same thing. We just trying to motivate, bought the AP shoulder face. Feel like I'm a Zoda day, feel like I'm a Woda day. I was in Miami with a bitch, gave me cold face. She had this dick on her nose plate. Peanut butter seeds came perfect time. Rich, but I'm still ducking one time. I seen the light and I climbed in. Had to take them out, we ain't gonna dine in. Shotty done fell in love with all my diamonds. But everybody.
everybody change on you like the seed. 71942 down Julio. I ain't got time for all these eyes and these goopy hoes. That was Perfect Time by Roddy Rich, ladies and gentlemen. So, as we wrap up, we want to, first things first, say thank you again to our boy Lino for taking the time to spread some knowledge, game, and wisdom with us. Man, off top, man. I love you too, family. Steve, is there anything else you want to leave the people with? I'm good, man. I'm good. You good, man? I'm proud of you, Kings, for doing this and putting this together. Uh, support us for our culture, for us, by black men. We all love to hear from y'all. You two are loved. I'm proud of y'all for doing this. Thank you, man. Appreciate I'm happy that. for y'all. Appreciate that, King. It's and our it, pleasure, too, to be honest. Honestly, man, really we appreciate being able to be in the space to do this and connect with people such as yourself, man. And that's what it's all about. Amen. Amen. Any other nuggets you want to leave the people with until they see you again? Be blessed. If you see me, you see me. Hey, yo. Smooth as ice, man. Well, with that being said, I'm D'Artagnan Connor. Our guest was Marcelino Lloyd. That's Stephen McCullough, if you ain't know. That's the money, man. <laughs> and with that being said, this has been, always will be, real estate of mine, ladies and gentlemen. And if you don't know nothing else, remember who you are. Don't take no wooden nickels. We out of here.